And welcome back to episode 10 welcome of the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast. This is a safe space where we can not be okay <laughs> and share about it. Rashida and I are here to offer our truth and our slash truth slash professional slash whatever. Whatever you want. Yeah. So yes. welcome back. It's been a, a little bit. We took a little time off. A little, little resting. Self-care. Yes, yes. And so we are back today and today's topic is self-compassion. Self-compassion. Ooh. Yes. The and, mystery word. Yeah. And we are also here with Olivia who has been yes. killing it for our social media. You have noticed that it is all of a sudden just stepped up its game. Yes, and our social media manager, yeah, shout out. All of a sudden, we have a color palette and um, some content stuff it's happening. Just flowing. So that's because of Olivia. <laughs> she's teaching us, so she's here. You can't see her. Here, come here. Come. Yeah, of course you can. Look. Look how cute she is. Say here, look, hi. it's over there. Say okay. hi. Say hey! <laughs> there she is. <laughs> so we are happy to have her on board, Thank and you. she has been killing it. So, yes. self compassion. What is it? Hmm. Definition? Should I start? You want to start? Yeah, what think, do you want to start? I think we should start with a definition. Um, okay. You know, our fans, they, 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 they're here. Hey, guys. Hi. Uh, way. Hi. Hey. I love how you call them our fans. I love it. They are. We're, I mean. Yeah, I, we're I just, I think of it as like our, our little, like, our, 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 it's not like a book club. It's like a, like a chat club. I love it. Whatever. Fans. Well, I just feel fans, like we're celebrities amazing. and we have So fans. it's awesome. So, <laughs> hey, guys, and welcome back. Thank you for joining. Um, so definition, self-compassion. You, me, who, who's? You go first. Okay, so the, like, dictionary definition would be concern with alleviating suffering. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Interesting. So, um, fortunately and unfortunately, though, this definition, most people um, take that as concern with alleviating other people's suffering and often skip the self part. Yeah. So, that would be the dictionary definition. But then, as we kind of dig a little deeper, um, and I know. Well, we all have our personal journey, I think, with self-compassion. I'm currently on one, been on oh, it. Oh, yes, I Probably myself. never get off of it. It's probably one of my bigger yeah. things to work on, but we'll get to that later. So I've been on this journey, and I have found uh, – Dr. Kristen Neff. Are you familiar with Dr. Yes, Kristen yes, Neff? Yes, yes, yes. She's incredible, so highly recommend, and we'll, like, add stuff. Olivia will figure out a way to uh, get Dr. Kristen Neff to you guys. We'll link up her stuff. Can she, she's, can she come on the show? Oh, my gosh, I wish. She's, like, amazing. So we'll, we'll work on that, I suppose. But uh, so she has really broken down self-compassion into three components. Mm -hmm. So there's the mindfulness component, the kindness component, and then the connectedness to humanity component. Look at this paper. Are we so alike? Like, what is going on? Amazing. So let's talk. What's what? going on? We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're sisters from another mister. That's like my first part. So same. So let's talk about the mindfulness <laughs> aspect because this um, is – Mindfulness has, it's described as like an umbrella. Mm -hmm. So there are many different forms of mindfulness. So would you like to begin since you have a lot of the same stuff? Let's talk yeah. about the mindfulness portion of self-compassion. You know, and for those who may not 
mindfulness may be a new term for you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just basically not if they've been listening to us. I know, I know. (laughs) But you know, it basically is just just staying in the moment, staying present. You know, because Mm -hmm. we delve too much into the past it can cause depression we delve too much into the future and worry it can cause anxiety so it's staying in the moment you know and that's where we find our center and our peace Mm -hmm. um so it's just basically just recognition of when you're you're feeling stressed right yeah um you know i'm aware that you know i'm stressed out right now and i'm not going to overreact Mm -hmm. okay okay i like that you like Um, it yeah, I like it. I will I will add and build to that as well. Some like it hot. <laughs> Some like it really. Okay. So the um <laughs> the way I view um, mindfulness in in as one of the components of self-compassion is really just being open and building that awareness and being in that present moment without judgment. And that's like a big part is to allow mm-hmm. to be um, and to just be as we are yeah. and, and both have, you know, come from that place of no judgment and the place of acceptance. Yeah. So that's where I would kind of add to that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking like of an example of that, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, in my past, you know, I was told to, you know, just kind of suck it up, you mm. know, don't cry, you oh, know, and just oh, kind yeah. of we're avoid. Gonna, we're going to get to that. Right, for avoid sure. those feelings, oh, yeah. you know, and it's just... You know, allowing that space, you know, mm-hmm. and that it's okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, the next is kindness, being kind to self. Mm. Treating yourself with kindness, um, treating yourself with kindness that you would a friend, right? Yes, you know, you don't want, you know, you want to, you know, not say, you know, sometimes we're really critical of ourselves. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> if you're lucky, it only happens sometimes. Yeah, and I always say, like, you know, like the things that we would say to ourselves, we most likely wouldn't say that to our closest friend. Mm-hmm. You True. know? Yeah, like, absolutely. No. Absolutely. So kindness. So we have mindfulness, kindfulness to self. Mm-hmm. Uh, connection. Ooh, connection. Connection. So um, in this part of the uh, trifecta, the three components of uh, self-compassion would be connection, connection to humanity. And this is the space where we can normalize uh, for ourselves that we, it's that universal, that people all around us feel pain sometimes. People all around us are suffering and so it this this component actually gives us permission to not personalize what's yeah. happening to us right in yeah. in just recognizing that unfortunately everybody suffers at some point everybody you know is hurting at some point and it's not just you you yes. know it's like I, I see this like you're not alone yes right yeah. you're not alone mm-hmm. there are others out there that are mm-hmm. managing right similar situations. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So three components of self-compassion, mm-hmm. mindfulness, kindness, kindness to self and connection and just normalizing and and not personalizing what is happening to you at this moment. Hey Tina, hey Connie. Hi, hi. Hey Cheryl. Jersey. Hey Jersey. 
Yeah, and it's hard to not like personalize, you know. Of course. Um, and personalize fancy word for taking taking things personal, like it's right, about, you know. Right, it's me. You yeah. know, I did something. It's me. It's yeah, me. Yeah, it's challenging. So, um, I think the next place to go with this would kind of be recognizing how human the human brain and humans are programmed. Mm-hmm. Right. So, humans view pain as a threat. Right. It's a threat, which is where, you know, having so so a threat is having an unwanted experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And it makes us then what feel out of control. Yeah. So you want to avoid. Yeah. And so that immediately um, initiates our fight, flight, freeze. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah. So to just again, this is why it's happening. It's happening because we all have a human brain and this is how we're wired. We view pain as a threat and we would much rather have pleasure and be experiencing pleasure. Yes. Right. Yes. How many people out there agree? Pain or pleasure. (laughs) It's true, right? Yeah. Pain, pleasure, absolutely. And so um, the other thing, so so it kind of creates a cycle, if you will, mm-hmm. right? So we have the when we feel out of control, right? So something happens to us that causes us pain, causes us to suffer. Mm-hmm. We immediately go into that anxious mode, right? Yes, it's anxiety, yes, yes. it's fight, flight, freeze. What are we going to do? Yes. Are we going to, uh, you know, if you take it back <laughs> to the cavemen when fight, fight or flight, you know, it, it, they were coming up against a mountain lion, yeah. right? And so they were either going to fight it, they were going to flight, they were going to run, mm-hmm. like they, right? Or they were going to... Or they were going to freeze and play possum, you know, play dead, <laughs> right? So that causes anxiety. And then we attempt to exert some kind of control mm-hmm. over this situation that we most likely are not able to control. And that's anxiety provoking. Of like, course. You know, when you're trying to control an uncontrollable. So that's a cycle within yeah. a cycle, yes. right? And then so we attempt to exert this control and we wind up beating up on ourselves. We wind up, you know, uh, just falling into this space of catastrophizing, mm-hmm. ruminating, you know, we just well, keep... Let's, 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 for our audience, just for those who may not know what catastrophizing is, it's basically just thinking the worst thing is going to happen. Right. Everything is a catastrophe. Yes. Well, this happened and now this happened, so... My bathroom light switch did not turn on today. I said it's going to be a bad day. Oh, so catastrophizing. There you go. Right. Exactly. Was it a bad day? No. See, absolutely. It was a busy day. It was a busy day. That's all right. Big difference. So we can recognize that um, when humans feel pain, suffering, right, just to kind of review, we have a threat. We view pain as a threat. We Mm -hmm. automatically go into that fight flight. We attempt to control it. Oftentimes we cannot. And then we wind up beating ourselves up. Yeah. and, 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 you know, just not treating ourselves well. Yeah. Anything to add for that? You said it perfectly. Oh, so perfect, but doesn't, <laughs> perfect doesn't exist. So um, the other thing that um, I recognize in in self compassion is that we automatically, right? Uh, to to actually spin off this, you know, we we fight pain. We want to not mm-hmm. feel pain. We want to feel pleasure instead. Mm-hmm. So what we attempt to do is we automatically go into that problem solving mode. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like we just take off to 
in, you know, how am I going to do this? Why? Because we want to avoid the feeling of pain. Yeah. Right? So it's that automatic problem-solving mode instead of mm-hmm. being mindful, being present, acknowledging what is actually happening for us in, in, in that moment. What is the threat? What is the pain? What is the suffering? Because yeah. if we actually took the time to sit in it, mm-hmm. we might have a very different outlook. We might be able to find some self-compassion yeah. there. And it, it's so hard to sit with like anxiety and 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 or, tell me about you know, it. Just you know, uneasy, yeah. that uneasiness feeling. It's it's challenging. I don't know how many people you know. Absolutely, you it's know. it's uncomfortable, and yeah. we don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So we have that's why we have all of these um, defense mechanisms, yeah. right? So like how can I fix it? Avoidance. Yeah, and and we often go into that fix it yeah. mode, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, so you said before, mm-hmm. Rashida, that you know about family. You started to talk about family culture, yeah. family of origin, that yeah. kind of stuff. So you know that definitely plays a huge part in self-compassion, as it does with all facets of our lives and personalities and how we kind of show up. Yeah. Right. So basically, our culture does not support self-compassion. It really doesn't yeah. because look at, you know, we open up a magazine, we scroll on Instagram, and what are the images we're seeing? I know as a woman, <laughs> you know, I all, all I see when I <laughs> I see all of these ads for whatever, and I just basically it just comes down to Hillary, you just are not good enough. Oh my you are, gosh! But that's that's how yeah. you know it's internalized, especially for women. I don't know. Well, how do you feel about that, Olivia? Do you like feel the same? She. Hates ads. Okay, Rashida, what about you? I do a lot of the comparing, like whoa, yeah. like. But then I start thinking, like, did they get work done? <laughs> well, real uh, Photoshop. Yeah, they got work done, but you know? you know, it's just that that thing. Like, we're not tall enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough. Don't have enough kids. Don't you know? My husband's not. We, you know, it's yeah. that. So I think there's that. It's the programming. So yes, it does start in the home, our mm-hmm. family of of origin of culture, but then it's also these um, societal images, right? Yeah, you know, what society says is beautiful. Right, right, beautiful, successful, Mm -hmm. like whatever those things are. So basically, I was kind of like, yeah, our culture really doesn't support self-compassion. Yeah. That's what I came up with. Yeah, I like it. And again, I'm going, you know, going back to like the family of origin, you Mm -hmm. know, um, you know, just the, the messages that I got. Mm-hmm. You know. So what were the messages like in your household? You have to be strong, mm-hmm. you know, don't let them see you cry, mm-hmm. you know, hold that in, suck it uh-huh. up. Um, don't, basically just don't show your emotions, mm-hmm. don't feel your emotions, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they'll look at you as being weak, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so those are all like the, the messages that I got. Same, you know, very similar for me. I got um, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, Whoa. right? Um, what was another one? Uh, another one was if I would complain or I would be sad about mm-hmm. something, it would be, sorry, mom and dad, it would be, um, well, it's not the worst thing that could happen. Mm. So what does that do? 
what does that do for me? Thanks. Yeah, it's not the worst thing, but you've now completely yeah. just invalidated my feelings. Like, I was hurting. Oh, it could be worse. Right. You know? <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. So so it, it's important um, in this kind of uh, self-compassion voyage adventure yeah. that we are going to go on that we kind of identify what these messaging messages were what the you know what was the norm again the goods the bads mm-hmm. the rights the wrongs the shoulds the shouldn'ts yeah. in your household and, and it's it, not to blame or shame yeah. it's just to become aware and you think about like all that we're battling right we're mm-hmm. our family of origin and the messages they were sending us mm-hmm. and then just like society as a whole you know and what yeah. you know society says you should be like that's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure right it's a lot of pressure on someone absolutely you know and then how do you find your true yourself right yeah what well, is true to you absolutely yeah and so this is that part you know we've just discussed this in in prior episodes is with the family culture piece mm-hmm. right the original family culture that we're born into that's where we learn all the the goods the bads acceptables mm-hmm. unacceptables right and then as we move along in life and we have our own experiences and we meet new people, uh, we get to reculture ourselves in a sense. And so that's the good news with anything and everything is once we build this awareness, right, we can make any of these changes. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't, you know, you can be older, you know, and Mm -hmm. still, you know, kind of find that that sense of self and identity. You don't have to, you know, oh, I should have done it like when I was, you know, Right. Early twenties, like there's still time. Oh, totally. You know, to kind of rework. I'm counting. I'm banking on it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, um, did you want to add anything else about the family culture? I feel like you, you are. To say d- you are on it today. Well, then get on it. I'm, I'm, I'm right on it with okay. you. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, so, uh, another thing that we kind of talked about, but really, I think we need to dive into the why we are uh, not very self-compassionate. And it's definitely, it stems, it's not because we're not kind, and it's not because we're not aware that, you know, just in humanity, in society, there is suffering, there is pain. It's Mm -hmm. not that. I really think that mindfulness plays this really key role. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, you know, I was thinking about in the past couple of days as we kind of, you know, prep to, to do the shows and, you know, I, I, we find ourselves, I find myself a lot of time that I'm just so wrapped up in my day-to-day tasks, responsibilities, you know, mom, wife, therapist, friend, family, all this stuff, household stuff that, you know, we, I lack the awareness unless I really tell myself, hey, you know, you're on autopilot and you mm-hmm. need to like, go meditate, you need to chill out, something. We, we're yeah. not giving ourselves a fair shot yeah. at being self-compassionate because we're constantly on this, you know, we're so wrapped up and we're, we're just going about our yeah, day. Yeah, like a gerbil on a wheel. Yeah. Like just going, going, going. Exactly, and so I don't even think we're aware of how we're truly feeling because we're not taking that time to take that inventory we've spoken oh, about. I agree so much. Right, like, so. I, I think about myself like, I'm running from one job to the next, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. what do I got to do next? And, you know, multitasking all Mm -hmm. over the place. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't even, you know, know, you know, when I just sat down to get 
to check in with myself and exactly. see how I'm feeling. Yes. So we've recommended self-inventory before yeah. in a lot of, you know, and, and again, you know, for everything, we just, we always just want to raise awareness, right? We can't make any tweaks, changes without raising that self-awareness. Yeah. But I, this one really hit me for some reason. Cause like, when do I ever check in with myself? Like, you know, Hey, how am I feeling? Like, I think the only time I really check in with myself is when like something happens mm. where like, I'm I get sick or something, mm. and I'm exhausted, mm-hmm. and I'm you know like something major has to happen for me like, to what? be like, whoa, I've been you know uh-huh. I've been doing what's too much. going on with me. I haven't right. Yeah, for me it was um, well plenty of times, but yesterday I was working on my you know my son's ELA homework with him, mm-hmm. and um, I was so frustrated, and I had no patience, and that really that was. It was, I was just not proud of how I showed up. I didn't show up with really any compassion for him, any self, you know, and then I beat myself up for it. And then I called him on his way to hockey practice and I apologized. But, you know, I didn't have any compassion in that moment. So it's when we're kind of just rolling and rolling about, you know, and and we don't actually stop. Then you start thinking like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. If I wasn't so stressed, maybe I could have handled that a little differently. Yeah, exactly. You know, but we're all stressed out right now. Absolutely, we're which is why out. it's even more, you know, this is why we thought to do um, a, an episode on self-compassion. Yeah. Because we have never been more stressed as a, a just a human race. You know, we have yes. just never been this stressed, you know, since COVID and, and everything. Yeah, and it's just, oh, there's just so many things that are going on, mm-hmm. you know, um, that our brains just don't have any finalization well there's been well, yeah there, there's been no end date to these yeah. you know to what's going on so and even more um even more of, of an, a reason to kind of delve into this self-compassion journey yeah you know I feel like i'm like in this like hyper arousal state like mm-hmm. just like just waiting for what's next. Yeah. You know, what's a lot of us next. feel that way, you yeah. know? Like every if I see hashtag twenty twenty one more time on social media, you know, like we're waiting for the the giant, I don't know, dragons to swoop in and you know, the right after COVID hit they were like it, people were taking bets on what's coming in July, <laughs> what's coming in August, you know. So yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, clearly are in that that stressed state of like the the anticipatory anxiety mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like okay well this already happened so what's going to happen now yeah. you know what am i going to be up against you know tomorrow or right. you know and we're seeing that you know right now with covid and numbers are coming up and you know so it's it's yeah it's been a very tough time it so again been. a very good time to dive into self compassion yeah. at least learn about it you know we're not saying that you have to go be uh the most compassionate person toward mm-hmm. self, but at least build that awareness so we can maybe break some habits because it is habitual. And maybe we can just start breaking those patterns of yeah. like negative self-talk. So yeah, I mean, for you, how does self-compassion um, or the other end of it, how does that show up for you? So we have self-compassion, yeah. right? And then we also have what we've, we've referred to on here before as the inner critic. Right. So we all have our inner critic. That's, quote, normal. But, you know, sometimes the voice gets really loud. Mm -hmm. So how do you, you know, what are your, some of your uh, things that you um, 
feel like you're up against? Um, so I wasn't going to talk about this, but um, my dad had passed away, and I, I just feel like this is just the best example I of self-compassion mm -hmm. um and recently and uh you know you, t you put things in perspective mm -hmm. when you lose somebody sure um and it just made me just one slow down and mm -hmm. just to just look at what was important and how i was feeling and i really had to sit in my feelings couldn't run to work and hide mm -hmm. you know um the kids they are just the kids mm -hmm. you know they do their thing but mm -hmm. there was nowhere to hide i couldn't mm -hmm. hide from myself i couldn't hide from my feelings mm -hmm. even though i wanted to i wanted to run mm -hmm. um i had to sit in it and that was the hardest thing that i've ever done before is sit in those feelings um and just feel it you know we want to avoid you know and you know it broke me mm -hmm. in a sense you know and um you know, and then that inner critic started coming and, you know, like the, you know, and even my mom said, sorry, mom, but my mom was just like, stop crying. And I said, this was the first time I ever said it. Like, no, mom, I'm not going to stop crying. It's okay for me to feel what I'm feeling. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. I've I never am, said that. Mm. And I said it to her because I just, for so long, I'm in my 40s, people, young 40. <laughs> um, I'm looking fine. <laughs> But I had never said that to her. She would say it to me all the time if I was crying. Mm -hmm. It was just like, stop. And I would stop. And this time I was just mm -hmm. like, no, I'm mm -hmm. going to feel what I feel. And, mm -hmm. you know, and wow. that's that. You know, if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. And I cried and I cried and I cried and I still mm -hmm. cry. Yeah, um, sure. But I, I just, just started thinking about, you know, don't be hard on yourself. Like, you're, it's okay for you to grieve right now. You should, why shouldn't you be grieving? Mm -hmm. You know, um, so it's okay for you to take time off from the podcast, and that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why we have been mm -hmm. on a hiatus. Mm -hmm. um, because you were having self-compassion, yeah, and you were giving yourself what you needed. Yeah, and I just have to say, I am so. Oh, um, Hillary, you're gonna be crying. No, I am just so proud of you and honored that you would share this because I know that was not the plan, and your courage always amazes me. And the fact that you were able to find your voice mm -hmm. with your mom. Yeah. No offense, big. mom. I know you're amazing, but yeah. you know, that you were able to say no, you know, the way that you're you you yeah. know, no, it is okay to cry. Yeah. I don't agree with you. And so after forty some odd years. Mm -hmm. Well that's a huge step. Yeah. And so Yeah. Mazel, honey. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And huh? Aww. Thank Aww. you guys. I've had um, you know, Thank such you. great support That's even beautiful. and allowing people in, you know. Oh, I, right. I've just been so thankful to people who were so supportive and just 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 there and mm -hmm. giving me space mm -hmm. to to grieve. Yeah. Well, so so proud of you. Yeah. Amazing. That's, so, self, that's true self-compassion there, people. That absolutely is true self-compassion. And self -compassion. I also asked for another day off. Like, mm -hmm. I had, you know, a certain grieving day, mm -hmm. and I asked mm -hmm. my boss, shout out to Robin Heisen, mm -hmm. you know, can I take Hi, an Robin. extra day? Mm -hmm. And she was like, of course. Right. You know? Of, of course. course. And that takes a lot for you. Yeah. To ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a workaholic. I'm like. Yes, you are. Get in, and I just knew. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it that day well how incredible of you yeah. to stand up for you yeah right yeah 
Beautiful. So thank you for letting me uh, share that in this space, you know, and I hope other people would be able to find their mm -hmm. their voice that and that it's okay to cry. You're mm -hmm. not a weak right. person for crying. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there are people who cry are the most powerful people. Absolutely. It's, you know? it's strength. Don't let it eat you. Mm -hmm. Eat you up. That's just right. Get it out. That's right. Probably have tears, people. That's why we have tears. Not just to clean our dirt our eyes. <laughs> so, yes. So, so what you about, know. Yeah, go ahead, Hillary. No, so that was just, I like, thank you. I'm kind of blown away right now. So I'm going to compose myself because I didn't know I didn't know we I were going there. I didn't know either, but and I felt is, like I had listen, to. Listen, this is the beauty of live podcasting, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, just to, you, and it was just really interesting to me how you brought up the family of origin stuff don't cry right and so because this is where our inner critics are born our inner critics are born yes. in our original family culture family origin and it's not to pick on shame or blame our parents or whoever raised us yeah. it's just to say that this is where that messaging began. This is where when you failed a test and someone was yeah you're a loser you're never going to amount to anything yeah. that's where this stuff comes from you know oh yeah. you know you you're so pretty but you should really lose a little bit away that's right. all that stuff it just comes back and it it like builds yeah, yeah it does and that's how our inner critic is and so part of self-compassion is learning how to turn down the volume of the inner critic yeah. and not allow uh, them to overpower what we know in our hearts who we are yeah you know, and so, yeah, so. And we are not who other people say we are, mm -hmm. you know. Right. You know, they don't define, def they do not define us. Mm -mm. We define us. I feel like I'm on an empowerment movement. Oh, Shout hey. out to the Empowerment Center. Hey, <laughs> I love that place. That's our place, That's love it. Place. Um, so, yeah, um, so we do have some kind of actionable measures slash practical solutions. Wait, did we do yours? Well, <laughs> I mean, mine was just going to be an example. Yeah, well, of, we want to hear your example. Yeah, but it's nothing. You, Don't. No, no, no. It's, compare. It's, well, seriously, you just came in with the loss of your dad. And I am going to, I, I here. So it was just a, a little example of while I was getting ready to come here. Okay. Um, but, and I think when we started the, the show, I share that this is something that I, truly struggle with self-compassion my inner critic yeah it is something that i work on in therapy every thursday at 10 a.m because therapy is cool so what um, was so your family what was some of them i know you've shared this before mm -hmm. what were some of your your the messages that you kind of heard the messages that i heard slash distorted slash you know yes uh, there were so many, and you know how my parents are watching, listening, so I'm going to get in trouble. But, again, it, it's the, um, the you know, oh, I, I'm feeling sad about this. Well, it could always be worse, or that kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah. kind of just invalidating what was happening for me in that moment, unbeknownst to them. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just just stuff like that with, you know, if I wasn't eating properly, you know, eating the right things, and oh well, you better be careful because you might only have five pounds to lose now, but it turns to ten, yeah. and then it'll turn to twenty. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. And then, like you said, we, you know, they may not have meant it. 
yeah. should be hurtful, but no. we, in our minds, just kind of make an interpretation, change right. it up. Well, and especially depending on the age that it happens, right. that it occurs, it's how we internalize it, how we distort some of these messages. Because I know my parents, everything that they did came from a place of love, of them doing the best they can with what they yeah. knew. Yeah, You know? Um, and then see? we look for messages in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone says, you know, if I'm my message is, you know, you're not good enough, then mm-hmm. I'm going to say, oh, this is why he left me this relationship. Absolutely. Or, and it becomes know, that kind of, you know, it becomes our narrative. It does. You know? And we're looking for stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, what I was going to say... <laughs> with self-compassion. I'm with it. Yeah, but it, it's kind of silly, but maybe it's not silly because maybe you guys can relate. I, My inner critic is really, really loud. And, for example, today I was curling my hair like I do, well, basically just on every Wednesday because that's the only <laughs> time I go out, put on makeup, get out of my pajamas. Um, I was curling my hair and I burnt my finger. Ooh. And immediately... My, I heard it in my head. You a hole! Like really, mm. you do you curl your hair all the time? You're gonna burn yourself now? Now you're br- so just that beating up right. instead of being like, "Ow, am I okay? That hurt." I just went right into that, you know. Yeah. So a little different from yourself, I feel. No, and silly it makes sense because I think I shared this before. About eighty percent of our thoughts mm-hmm. are negative. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it makes sense why Absolutely. you went right to that. Yep, went right to the bashing, you know. the beating up of self. And I think other people can relate. Like you mm-hmm. drop something, you trip sure. over, and you're like, "Oh, I'm clumsy," or "Oh, I'm you're not like, oh, I'm not clumsy. I'm just." Falling in love with you. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> working on it. Oh, thanks, Cheryl. Loves the Empowerment Center. Thank you. Shout that out. is my, the Empowerment Center is my baby with my yes. partners, Robin yes. and Kristen. Shout it out. is an incredible place to be. So anybody needing therapy out there, we'll get you help. Um, <laughs> and so I guess let's shift gears onto some uh, actionable measures slash practical solutions, unless you have more to say on self-compassion and if you guys want to chime in if you have any questions about self-compassion let it flow or thanks Ming for the shout out to the Empowerment Center and our beautiful shared universe podcast studio we can't like zoom in on I made oh I made it a crazy cool medallion today this is a present from Ming oops it just fell off, but this I'm should gonna be like the, the Batman sign that you like put I love into it. the thing, and then it's just like podcast. So thank you for that. Yeah, this place is amazing. Yes. Um, I have some stuff. Yes, go so, ahead. Bring it on. Um, basically, like you know, so what would be the reason to be compassionate to our oneself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, studies show that people who are self-compassionate are happier, yes, right? Ma'am. Because they're, they become more op- optimistic mm-hmm. and um, in, in their optimism, they, you know, engage in better relationships. Yes. You know. They show um, up in a better space. Yes. They yes. attract. They attract. Better things. Yes. Like attracts like people. Yes, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and, and just kind of realizing that, you know, we do not have to be perfect. No such thing. There's no such thing as perfect. Cheers. And, you know, um, also, uh, people, they're less stressed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what does it say? Compassion is a powerful antidote to the self-criticism and perfectionist thinking. It sure is. And a lot of us are guilty about, you know, wanting to chase perfection. I have clients all the time. 
You made me think about my on IG my gratitude quote. I mm-hmm. put um something the about, one about like, fast food last night. Yeah, thank goodness <laughs> for fast food. I'm gonna tell you because. <laughs> I'm tired. I, you uh-huh. know, I work all day. I'm exhausted. You know, and then most of the time, even when I cook something, the kids don't want it, and I could have mm-hmm. been sleeping for That's four hours. So annoying. I mean, so they annoying. just rather eat like veggie sticks and cheese rolls. So, so what was on IG? What were you saying? So, so basically, I was putting like what I was grateful for, and I was grateful mm-hmm. for fast food mm-hmm. when I'm like tired and exhausted, and mm-hmm. you know, instead of like pushing myself to like cook, even though I'm exhausted and tired, mm-hmm. I just order a pizza people know me I order Mm -hmm. a pizza and then I can engage in a better way with my kids instead of like trying to make some pot roasted potatoes Mm -hmm. at six o'clock at night absolutely that is that is very very (laughs) lofty goal my friend um yeah um I hear you yeah so that's that's some uh and it's okay you know it's okay that I we do pizza and Wawa and McDonald's and Agreed. Well, I mean, listen, I can hop on that bandwagon and say I am always very grateful for fast food when I'm feeling really down. It's like, it's like, well, listen, this is not good. And again, I tell you, I'm in therapy. (laughs) I work on these things. So, you know, sometimes it just feels like a warm, salty, fatty hug. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Meg. I appreciate it. I love you too. Yeah. It could be a a little sweaty, a little greasy. Listen, whatever. But sometimes you need that salty, greasy, fatty hug, and so I will, I will second that. Then I think it may be a Popeyes night for me. I've still never had Popeyes. Um, Okay, so let's get down to some actionable measures. I've never had it. See, Olivia's never had it. They are like it's right there. (laughs) (laughs) Future podcast from Popeyes Ming. What do you think? Okay, Um, so let's talk about some actionable measures here. Um, I again in 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 reading Dr. Neff stuff, and that's Dr. Neff, N-E-F-F. She's incredible. She's actually, uh, just a little FYI, she is one of the pioneers in the empirical um, study kind of stuff, like the the real, um, the evidence-based stuff. She was one of the pioneers to actually um, begin to study self-compassion. Um, and again, we'll, we'll link some, some stuff. Um, I see a... a, a question um, from Cheryl is self-compassion the same as self-worth good question good question and I say no yeah I say it is not yeah you know I because again it's just just being a little just being kind to yourself Mm -hmm. so you know if I'm struggling with something if I'm stressed out about Mm -hmm. something I'm not you know gonna like get down on myself right know, and say I'm a bad mom because I don't like cook every day you know yeah. I'm gonna just be like hey I'm tired and yeah and, and sometimes okay. self-worth can waver you know yeah. self-worth wavers upon um how we've performed or the perceived way we've performed yeah. I think um self-compassion is something that we can learn and really learn to abide by mm-hmm. you know more of um a how we want to show up always no matter what even if we failed that test burnt the pot roast or whatever i Um, don't burn pot roast oh that's right beans only burn on a grill right okay i'm sorry so great question um yes they are different and and 
that is why. Hey, Tammy. Oh, shout out to Tammy. We're going to be doing um, a special. Um, yes, we will talk about that. Youth talk coming up in December. Yes. So shout out to Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Uh, okay, so actionable measures. So as I was uh, listening to Dr. Neff, she challenged us to kind of close your eyes and take your time to think of a moment uh, a past experience that you might have had with a friend a close friend or a family member who was struggling either struggling for any particular you know work relationship health family that kind of thing so we had a friend who was struggling right now take a minute to think about how you responded what were your words what kind of words did you use with them what was your language what was your tone of voice did you hug them did you you know hold their hand mm -hmm. how did you show up right and really kind of let that sink in for a minute how you showed up for your friend right in their time of suffering in their time of pain mm -hmm. Right? So think about that and then let's turn it for a minute and attempt to move this same vision to yourself. Right? When was the last time you struggled? What was your last struggle with home mm -hmm. or work or, or health, family, relationship, anything, right? And how did you treat yourself? What language did you use? Did you use that same supportive language that you did with a friend? Did you, how was your tone, right? How did you show up for yourself? And this is just a really, a really eye-opening step, right, that we can take again to build awareness mm -hmm. because we can't make again any changes or tweaks without having an awareness right so if you just were able to go through that and recognize <clears throat> wow i'm a really i'm i showed up as such a good friend i showed up as myself i was so me right connie you told her i'm here right mm -hmm. i'm here for you i'm so sorry you're going through this How, what is that what what can i do right you maybe maybe you gave her him or her a hug right but did you use harsh language right so then we turned it around look what i did i just told you i burnt myself with a curling iron and the first thing i did was you idiot yeah. right this tone this language this right did just you, unkind yeah did you tell your friend suck it up right get over it what's yeah. wrong with you don't cry don't cry right you know come on now absolutely so I, I I really like that and I wanted to share that with you because I, I feel like it's just a really it's a good barometer mm -hmm. for where you may or may not be in your self-compassion journey yeah. and to challenge yourself to do that and to now that we have this we just did this here that allows us to be more mindful and i don't know if this is on your list of things you know like maybe just kind of just take an inventory of the things that you say to yourself mm -hmm. like try to catch yeah, it because it happens so fast like you just like you said you burned yourself and you're like oh you you know a hole yeah, yeah. so try to catch it you know yeah. throughout your day absolutely you know and and you know you may realize that you do mm -hmm. more of that 
you know, negative yeah. self-talk. Absolutely, and it, it, negative self-talk. Yeah. Exactly. This is these are the same skills that we use for anxiety, for depression, yeah. for any kind of thing. A negative thought pattern. We have to build the awareness and then see that stop sign mm -hmm. and say, "Whoa, yeah. this is not cool. I yeah. don't deserve to be treated like this." Um, so yeah, that that was my one. Um, actionable no, that's, measure that's and really then you know the other thing is to just ask yourself how do I want to show up for others and how do I want to show up for myself and that you are and I guess this goes to worth you are mm -hmm. worth it right absolutely you are worth it yeah and so yeah Cheryl so then coming back to your question self-worth definitely plays a part mm -hmm in self-compassion yeah so really great that you connected those two yeah um and then i heard <laughs> I, I i was i was listening to something oh, or reading boy. something and it was an acronym and it was f u c k which says fuck i was not going to say that rashida what <laughs> i was i was not saying that so f is for friendly if this is this is the acronym <laughs> for how you want to be for yourself. So F was friendly, U is useful, C is calm, <laughs> well, K is kind. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but I thought that that was a help, helpful acronym there. So friendly, useful, useful calm, calm, and kind. kind and if Rashida. you can't remember, just think fuck. Okay, well, yeah. On that note, um, <laughs> did you have anything else to add about self-compassion no. today? Well, I just want to say that it's, it's it takes a lot of work. Yes. Right? Some, you know, that inner critic, that story has been running for, for many years, mm -hmm. and it just takes a lot of hard work. Yeah. And again, therapy is a wonderful place to, to work through that. What, what? That story that's not true. Yep. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, and that's where I'm at with that, and that's, I always say, you know, Try therapy. If it didn't work with one therapist, there's other therapists out mm -hmm. there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think it is time for us to go on over to the... It's getting skimpy. Bowl of no shame. I'll fill her up. I actually have a question. Oh, Olivia has a question. Go ahead. Uh, how does judging other people affect your inner critic? Mm. I like that. So Olivia asked how, we have to get you on a mic next time. So, mm -hmm. right? So how does judging other people affect your inner critic? That is a great question. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I go right to law of attraction, you know, with, with um, if you are going to sit judgment on others, judgment is just going to come back to you. And likely, and then the, the conversely, if you, I would, I would turn it back and say that if you are sitting judgment on others, the likelihood is that you have been raised or cultured to judge. Does that make sense? Like it's ingrained in you to judge. Um, yeah, and, 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 and it's just that negative kind of yeah. space. And I think there's like maybe a layer, layer of insecurity. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, usually, like, in, in a bullying situation, yeah. we've talked about bullying before. Bullying 
it's never about the person being bullied. It's about the bully. The bully doesn't have confidence, doesn't feel good about self. Therefore, they have to go make somebody else not feel good in order to make themselves mm -hmm. feel strong or better. Right? Yeah. I don't have time to judge people. I got too much going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Too busy. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time but for good that. good question. Great question. Uh, okay, Rashida, bowl of no shame. I definitely just got rid of one of Rashida's, and I'm putting it away you before you can stop. even. Is it no. the poop one? Yes. How did I know? My dad won't let me say it. Oh, my god. My dad. See, Dad? I put it away. Um, Rashida, two-day getaway. Where do you go? Oh, two-day getaway. Where do I go? It's mm -hmm. a boring question. Really? It's not. I don't go anywhere. Well, so to go outside go. Uh -huh. is a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, I would go to make it wild. Like, yeah, like totally. Costa Rica. Like Ooh, yes, Costa Rica. Yep. And I did think about that at, at one point a year or two ago. Just like a weekend getaway. Amazing. Yeah, I love think that. that. I think I would want to go. I definitely want to go to Costa Rica, but I want to go to Ireland. Oh. Yes, I want to go and see all of the greens, the thick green, everything, seeing all the beautiful, mm. and then I want to have uh, a Guinness in um, in a pub in, our, in awesome. Dublin. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. So that's me. And you guys could always You're answer up. the question, too. Yeah, so where do you guys want to go? Where, where, where? You know. This is kind of sad that I can. Mm -hmm. Really? Don't say that. You might have to do it. Question. Who is your girl crush? <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> Honestly, in my 40s, I'm like, hmm, I question a lot of things here. I'm finding women beautiful. Who my girl crush? Um, huh. I would say... Okay, I'll give you the top three. <laughs> You're asking for one, <laughs> but I'll just give you three. Um, Gina Carano. Where, who's she? She is a former, um, not, I don't know if she was an MMA, that's, you know Gina Carano. Yeah, that's my favorite picture of her oh. with the black and white. Yes, Ming, you are, seriously, you're he my. is on top Okay, so she is just somebody that is just incredible to me and just, attractive physically um i love that the yeah, mma fighting and stuff <laughs> yeah and thank you for that she's fantastic and she's like moved this into another a career she's just incredible cool. so her um standard drew barrymore um and i think yeah i don't know if drew barrymore's it's a crush but it's also just like someone I feel like would just be my soul sister. Like mm -hmm. her and I, I, I just, I've always felt this connection because we're the same age and, oh, we know who Drew is. I love her. Um, yeah, and maybe who else right now? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's it for now. I'll do three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do three. So who's First your girl? One, Wait, I didn't even ask you. Who's your girl crush? I got, I got, I got a couple of chicks. That okay, are my girl crush. Uh -huh. uh, first one is up. Let's throw a picture of the queen bee. Bee Beyonce. I was gonna say. I was like Beyonce. Yes. Beyonce. Beyonce. Yes, of course. Just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Um, multifaceted. Yes. 
she's a very I don't know if you ever hear heard her like speak she's and talk. She's so she's kind eloquent and chill. Yes. And but she can be fierce. You can mm-hmm. just switch it. Sasha. Sasha. Fierce. Yeah. Yeah. So Amazing. Beyonce is on my to do crush. Amazing. Love it. Oh, um, she's on your to do. <laughs> I got you. See, where's your mind going? To do? My, no, my to do crush means like I'm going to do to do her. <laughs> To do next, her, next you know, but let's 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 move past that. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move past that. Scarlett Johansson. I was right. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. She's oh, amazing. I don't know. I just love her. Yeah, she's just so oh my gosh, cool. Beautiful, right? Yep. Beautiful. Yeah, and she's another kind one. And you know, sure. I don't think you'll. Well, the last one <laughs> is is she played in. Basic Instinct and Sliver. Oh, Sharon Stone. I, she's just so powerful to me. I Why? Just, that moment in her. the white dress and she yeah. was just like, roar! What do you mean the moment in the white dress? When she, she, she showed her? So Ooh. you weren't listening to the questioning? You were just focused on when she like... <laughs> yeah, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's going to show it! Um, yeah, all right, uh, we're going left quick. But yes, she is just incredible. And I just remembered my third one. Ellen Barkin. Oh, Oh, okay. Yes. If if nobody's watching Animal Kingdom, there she is. She is just to me the epitome of sexy wonderful. woman. Badass, incredible actress. Yes. Wonderful body of work. Wonderful body. And that concludes our Oh yeah. You know. Yes. Girl crush? Yes. No shame. Shame. Anybody uh Okay. Any you anybody got anybody a girl else? crush? Shannon, girl crush? Hello? Okay, so those were our bowl of no shame questions. So just a couple of announcements. Yes. Our next topic is going to be our uh, first part one of Holiday Stress Edition. And kind of how to prep for the holidays, how to engage or not with people that we don't want to. Also how to kind of um, deal with the fact that the holidays might not be that big this year. Right, and we're, because we're still in a pandemic, yeah. you know, and what is that going to look for, like for you? And yep. maybe we have to get a little creative, mm-hmm. you know, with for how sure. we celebrate. For sure. Um, and then also our social media, Julia Roberts. I hear Ooh, you, Shannon. Who doesn't love that Auburn mane of oh hair and that Bambi? Woman. The remember Bambi? Woman? Do I remember? I can oh literally recite She's, every, oh, yes. Yeah. So yes, Julia Roberts. I think we have to have a whole show on. Oh, back in the crushes. day, it was like Molly Ringwald. Remember oh, Molly she was, Ringwald? Dude, of course I do. Oh, sweet Are you kidding me? Okay. Sixteen candles. <laughs> Sixteen candles, but whatever. I um, love it. Yes. So again, please. Um, it really helps out if you guys can like us on. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, we, and we. Oh, yeah. And Olivia wants to remind us about we're doing a gratitude challenge in November. So uh, Rashida and I have been posting about our daily gratitude via Olivia. We want to see your things. Yeah. And thank you for your participation because they're coming in. Um, So please help participate in that. Uh, Please go on to Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud SoundCloud and download. And again, keep uh, sending us topics that you would like. And going to back to Facebook, like, you know, you know, I know we got a lot of fans out there, you know. Fans. And I love her. Yeah, She's so funny. We do. And so tell your friends to tell their friends to like the page and follow us, you yes, know? Yes, because we're here to normalize the struggle of everyday stress, mental health, you know, and just kind of keeping it real and, and 
being able to have a forum to talk about it. So that's all we want to do here. And the more help we get from you, the better. The, the, the further reach we have and people find out about us and we can grow. And we also have a really exciting show coming up with some adolescents. Oh, yes. So Team let's talk. plug that. Yeah. So On Rashida, mental health. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're definitely, we've partnered with another wonderful organization, but I'm going to keep that on the low low until we unveil and if you have any questions regarding uh adolescence parenting adolescence and that kind of stuff or if your adolescents at home have any questions then you know feel free to write in and um we will address them so absolutely you know i mean you know our children and our youth you know our future and their mental health is very important because they do go through um, some of the, the mental health challenges. We are, we are the youth of a nation. What is that? Where, where that I don't from? know. I, I don't, don't know. know why I see like a fire. I don't know. Like okay. Well, on that <laughs> note, thank you everybody for being here. It's good to be back, Rashida. It is good I, to be back. You are my idol, and yes. thank you. I'm gonna yes. now do that because you, you know, know COVID. Like, I mean, um, really, like we were like sitting next to each other. In thank the car. you, everybody. We um, hugged. Share and and share to the elevator tune in together. Next week for our. <laughs> first edition of holiday stress and be well be kind to one another and yourselves peace bye the not okay it's okay podcast includes casual conversations related to mental health self-care practical tips and resources along with validation that not being okay is okay you acknowledge and agree that the following warnings and disclaimers shall apply to all of our content This podcast represents the opinions of Hillary Shear, LPC, and Rashida Cartwright, LCADC, and their guests to the show. The information provided is for informational purposes only, and we recommend that you consult with a healthcare professional for medical or mental health advice. The views and opinions expressed in the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. Do not use our content in lieu of professional advice given by qualified medical or mental health professionals. Always seek the advice of your own medical mental health provider related to your specific medical or mental health condition prior to implementing any recommendations or suggestions from using our content. Privacy is of great importance to us. That being said, all people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect patient confidentiality.